before we go, let's. Uh, I just wanted to update on the Avs situation. You went to the Islanders game. How was how was that experience? Oh, dude, it was so exciting. Well, one, I, yeah, they New York Islanders, Long Island, and New York City are not the same place at all. <laughs> it took a long time to get there. But um, the UBS Arena is a beautiful arena out in Elmont, New York. And the I haven't been to a hockey game in a while. Um, we had just great seats behind, um, well, first period and third period behind the Islanders goalie. So got to see a lot of action. And it was interesting. I mean, like the Avs and Islanders played a week ago in a week before in Denver, but it was interesting just to hear all of the Islanders fans absolutely rabid on a Monday night, (laughs) how kind of just impressed they were with the Avs. Like Islanders are a mid tier team. haven't had a lot of success lately. And I think are below 500 this season. Yeah. It felt like a lot. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, yeah, I mean, they were a team that, you know, has had playoffs success and made the playoffs, but had really been carried by goaltending, and it all kind of just fell off the rails this year. So I'm sure those fans were upset. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were a couple guys behind us who I was like, oh, they could do a podcast, <laughs> like me and Derek. Um, it sounded like a lot of them were kind of just enjoying watching one of the best teams play, even mm-hmm. if it was – against the Islanders and you could just see the skating and passing that the Avs are able to demonstrate you really just stark that yeah this is not part of the course that mm-hmm. they are just that much better than a lot of other teams it was interesting because I think that at one point they had I think it was 40 shots on goal to fewer than 20 shots on goal uh-huh. and it was still close um I was telling my friend who I went with that every I've never been to an Avs game where they had a power play and they scored, <laughs> and it it was just feeling like they were playing with their food or something, or they just couldn't get it to click. And then at the start of the third period, all of those amazing plays started to work, and the Avs went up five one very quickly. And that was about the point where I was like, all right. It is almost two hours back to New York City. It is cold and raining. I have to be up in the morning. We should maybe start moving to try to find a train to leave. And as we're walking out, then we hear the groans that were the Avs course turn into cheers as the Islanders started to come back. And I think now at this point, the Avs have lost a few games. Um, I think three out of the last five. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think into what you're about to talk about, it is very tough to stay as good as they have been. Um, But truly, it was just so fun to see the level of talent being displayed. Yeah, I mean, they are a team where it's just like if they can stay healthy, you know, they have a chance. Unfortunately, their schedule is just brutal these last two months of the season because they have... 15 total games in March and 14 games in April before the playoffs start and the playoffs start in the end of April. They 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 really 
the NHL did them no favors because they didn't play very many games in October. They didn't play many games in November. And then in December, they had COVID issues. And so the, the schedule just got really crunched. Uh, some of that they made up in February. And then, yeah, just sort of crunched everything. Um, and you're seeing some fatigue. You're seeing some complacency because they've been so good. And then they're having injuries, which is the thing they haven't had all year and the thing that, as with the Nuggets, can derail you. And that's been one of the Avs' problems, especially in the playoffs, is just can they stay healthy. Um, and unfortunately, this week we've seen two instances of that. Uh, Sammy Girard, who has not had a very good season um, compared to how he has the last couple of years, is going to be out at least four weeks. And then Gabe Landeskog mm-hmm. is going to have knee surgery and probably be out till the playoffs. Now, the only good thing about this situation is that the NHL is weird about how it does the salary cap. And so when you have a guy that's hurt, you can accrue time by putting him on the long-term injured reserve list. And basically, his salary doesn't count as against the salary cap. And so you can basically add that money back in when you're making trades. And so unlike in the NBA where it's like you have to make the contracts work, you have to make the cap space work. And the cap space fluctuates based on how much money is on your roster on any given night. So if if there was ever a time that Landeskog and Gerard were going to be out, now is a good time because they're accruing that money. They're probably going to be able to say they're going to have more money for Landeskog if they really think he's going to be out the rest of the year. And then once the playoffs hit, uh, the salary cap goes away, which is how the Tampa Bay Lightning were able to bring back Nikita Kucherov last year. Yeah, It's, it's what the Vegas Golden Knights are doing with Jack Eichel, instead of having to trade anyone, everyone just seemingly seems to get hurt whenever they need an open roster spot. So like, unfortunately, like it's unfortunate. And it's, I really hope Landis guy can come back because there's so much better and so much tougher with him in the lineup. Uh, but this is the time where now they're going to have a little more flexibility at the trade deadline, which is coming up in the next couple weeks here. Hmm. Yeah. That's, well, one, I was going to ask, what kind of knee surgery can be performed on a person where they can be back within a month or two? That seems so wild to me. Yeah, I know. I don't, I don't know, but yeah, the six-week knee surgery. So we'll see, we'll see if it happens. They may be being optimistic. Um, but, I mean, I'm sure Landis Gog will do everything to come back. Uh, and How big of a blow would that be without him? Um, to the Avs' chances in this season that feels like it could be the championship season. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, he really is, you know, they have Curtis McDermott, who's their fighter guy, but Landis Gog is really the tough guy. Like, Landis Gog is made for playoff hockey in a way where, like, without him on the ice, it's going to be harder to get McKinnon's space. Like, you're starting to worry about, like, is Kadri going to put himself in a compromising position again? Uh, Rantanen's going to have to be a lot meaner than he is. Like Rantanen has these moments where he gets very mean and Landis Gog sort of, I think is a check on that because that's how Landis Gog is. Uh, you start worrying mm. about that with Rantanen. So it just, it makes them just a much less physical team because of the way that Landis Gog plays. Uh, and they don't, you know, they try to put JT Comfer in that role sometimes and he's just not that player. Uh, the one, you know, thing you can say about their defense is they just don't have that guy on the defense anymore. Like Jack Johnson's not 
like talented enough anymore. You know, they don't have an Ian Cole, like who's having a very good year. Uh, so it just, it makes them uh, a little less dynamic. It doesn't take away the skill, but you know, in the playoffs, especially because the refs uh, stopped calling penalties, like they need a Landeskog there. Uh, it's not as bad as if they were losing McCarr or McKinnon. Like those are your two that you just don't feel like you can lose, but it's probably the third worst player you could lose for the playoffs other than the goaltending. Mm, yeah. So, ah. but hopefully within the next couple of weeks, we'll have some exciting prospects uh, or trade deadline people to at least talk about. So there's still hope. There's still the Stanley cup favorites. Like that hasn't gone away. Staying healthy is just the hardest part of the NHL and even the old Avs teams. Like, Part of the reason that they didn't win more Stanley Cups is that, you know, Sackick and Forsberg would get hurt in off years and it would really, you know, hurt their ability to compete in the playoffs. So I'm still very excited about the prospects, but we just need to hope that everybody stays healthy here. Well, cool, cool. In the final stretch, this is one of the most exciting parts of the non-NFL sports schedule. And it's just nice to go in with even if there's anxiety around injuries excitement around the possibilities yeah exactly so i think that does it for the denvers this week um i'm derek <laughs> i'm quinn and i'm laughing at the fact that baseball is back and we didn't think to talk yeah, about it at all <laughs> I, I thought about it for a second and then i was like nope we're uh, we're gonna skip that one this week so <laughs> well this has been the denvers as always great to chop it up and go denver y'all. yeah go denver see you soon <laughs>